Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amanda. And this is Unicorn Rodeo. Yo, yo, yo. It's a Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Hey, tomorrow's Mother's Day. We are mothers. We are mother. We are mothers. We also have mothers. We do have mothers. My mother is so sweet. She just turned 79. We had a birthday party at her house. And we all sat in the garage with our masks on. Sweet. Very sweet. Yes, it was very nice. It was good to see her. And, you know, I, the only thing that would have been better is if we could have all just given each other hugs. Hug. Yeah. 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 I miss hugging. Yeah. My parents have actually done a really, really great job of adapting to this time by using technology. I've been a little bit proud of their efforts. I have had some wonderful conversations with my parents about adapting to technology. One great story that my mother shared with me was when she decided that she would go to Eileen Fisher. She loves Eileen Fisher clothing designer she's gonna go to eileen fisher's lifestyle zoom it was gonna talk about minimalism and sustainable fashion Ooh, all words i have nothing i have no idea what those mean but go ahead so she goes to the zoom and decides that she is purposely not going to turn on her microphone or her camera so she is the black box in the Zoom room. And I said, Mom, you cannot be that person. I'm not turning on my camera. These people don't need to see me. So then they do, They go into a breakout and there's like a small group breakout. And the people are like, okay, Joe, do, looking at a black box, do you want to come off mute and say anything? And then 10 seconds pass. My mom says nothing. And then the facilitator says, okay, I guess Joe doesn't have anything to add today. (laughs) On to the next person. So my mom can use the technology, but she refuses to use the technology. Well, maybe that's the next step. The next step is participation. Nope. I talked to her about that. She said, nope, I've been participating all my life and I'm going to participate in the way I want to participate. Every time you imitate your mother, it makes me think of Olympia Dukakis. They do definitely have some similarities. Specifically Olympia Dukakis in Steel, Steel Magnolias. Magnolias. Yes, obviously. Yes. 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 Obby. Obby. Yeah. So my father has, you know, he asks me about technology quite often anyway, but recently he... They, he and my mom both have graduated to the iPhone, which mm-hmm. is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. That's good. And he is pretty good at like texting pictures, but he wanted to know how to email a photo. And Isn't so that we the had, same skill set? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, he didn't know that it was the same. So we had to have several calls about mm. that. And so there is there is this – they are adapting. They're, they're trying. And we have Zoom calls. We do our family dinner every mm-hmm. Sunday night over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. There were some struggles initially, but we get there. We get there. Yeah. my So we've had three Zoom calls with my dad to play Yahtzee. And I every week I have to write on a piece of paper and hold it up to the webcam this, this sentence. You have to connect to the audio because he can get in the room and he can turn his camera on. And then he is completely <laughs> unable to connect to the audio. And I have no idea why because we do this. Like, we have done this, but he he's not retaining the info. Well, maybe we just need to start having visual cues to hold up in meetings for he, things like that. I think that we, there are a lot of things I would put on my notepad. Like, well, the good news is, the good news in all of this is that they're trying, right? Like, they're, oh, yes. they're, 
I mean, my, I will tell you, my child is teaching me all kinds of things about technology and I am an early adapter. So, you know, we're learning how to improve our TikTok videos, for example. You're an early adapter. Yes. <laughs> early adopter. <laughs> You're I an early adapter early. and an I early adopter. I have adapted early. Yes, you have. To the things that I adopted early. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yes, thank you. Exactly. But, you know, it just has made me think, like, with my parents, and I think one of the things I appreciate most about people is their ability to be positive in the face of something new or crazy. Yes, and when we look at positivity, particularly from a leadership lens, I feel like that is something that we are all obligated to do as part of our jobs. Like, you you should have, we all should have a level of positivity that suggests that we want people to succeed. We want to see the best in people. We want them to win. We're on the same team. Well, and even if we don't feel that naturally, or even if we aren't positive people to start with, like it's so important for us to appear that way, to appear that we want the best for everyone, right? Like the whole idea of optics. Yep. That's exactly what this makes me think of. Optics. How things appear. This is very important. Very important. And I see a lot of people who get paid a lot of money and are in positions of great power and importance, and they do not have a good concept of optics. Why? Well, I mean, okay, a really great example, and I'm not going to get political, and this may not be the, this probably will be the only time I say something like this. Oh, get political. Do it, do it, do it. When we're hit with a global pandemic, and our president goes golfing? Yeah, no, that's an optics issue. Those, those aren't really great optics. What that's about really... what about when Mike Pence didn't wear the mask? And you you've got to wear the mask. But that's an optics got... issue. Yes, absolutely. These are both great examples of optics. And so, yes, let's let's talk about some examples in our own lives about optics. Let me think. So, you go ahead. Did you were you going to did you have something? Because I think you did. I also wanted us to talk about why we think that the that these optics are so important. Oh, okay. Because if you're a person who does not do this or does not have any conception of of this optics issue, we I want you to leave our podcast today with the impression that you should pay more attention to this. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, I think that that's good advice. I mean, I learned really early on in, well, I don't know. Okay, let's talk about my life. (laughs) Let's talk about my life. Let me pull up my armchair. Go ahead. I am am a bit of a phone addict. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. And I am guilty at times of looking at my phone. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes it's not because I'm not engaged in what I'm doing. It's just my, I just... I don't know. I need something to fill the gaps. Like if I'm watching television and a commercial comes on, I look at my phone. Mm-hmm. That could, to the person I'm watching television with, could seem like I'm not engaged. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yes. And I have had to be very careful about that. One time my daughter said, Mom, for Christmas this year, could you just not be on your phone for a whole day? And that was crushing yeah. to hear. It's hard. 
Um, so I had to work on the optics with my phone. I have had to. It's still a challenge for me, but I'm working on it. Well, I will tell you that I have my own built-in optics problem. It is not my phone. I think I do a pretty good job of that, but that is a conscious effort. And I, I mean, I have to be really, I have to work at it. It is more so my face. I, face. <laughs> I have a face problem. <laughs> I have a highly, highly expressive face. Yes. I wear my facial expressions very openly. Yes, I know. I know you know this. I remember rolling my eyes probably for the first time at 18 months old. I think I actually have a clear memory of that. So a lot of facial, a lot of things expressed through my face. Lots of eye rolling. Lots of eye rolling. There have been moments, I think, where I've asked you if you can see your brains when you roll your eyes back like that. My husband Mm -hmm. has a friend who likes to say that I graduated from eyebrow college because I have so (laughs) many eyebrow moves. So, yeah. So, you know, but I will say, so that was probably something that was, was hindering me in my life prior to becoming a leader, but I didn't really know about it when I, when I came into leadership and I started really studying that I even underwent a recording, a video recording of myself in a a group situation once and was horrified by the sheer amount of facial expressions that transpired within the, you know, 10 minutes that I was. So you're not even conscious. Oh my God. No, I have no idea. No idea. No idea. So I, that's an optics issue. And yeah, and I think it takes really like conscious effort mm-hmm. to reflect and to your point about videotaping yourself mm-hmm. and just, just really think about how you're behaving. So I went to uh, Stanford Graduate School of Business last summer for their leadership series for LGBTQ people. This is a week-long program um, where we just engaged in some really awesome professional development for a week. And we stayed there, obviously. So I knew that when I went to Stanford, I would be surrounded by snazzy dressers. I mean, gay men, come on. Yep. The snazzier than a gay man. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in, in the spirit of snazzy dressing, positive optics, I tried, I mean, I sort of set a goal to look a little bit like Hillary Clinton every Mm -hmm. day. Maybe even a like a younger snazzy. Yeah, I think you were going Clinton. hipper than that. A little hipper because I think but... I did get some texts about uh, fashion advice, to, yes. requesting fashion oh, advice during that time. Absolutely, and I was very nervous because I knew that I would be around. So I guess my it was important for me from an optics perspective to 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 know that those men would probably look at me and wonder, you know. Had I really given it much thought what I was wearing? Well, I... I think I passed. I think I passed the test. Well, I'm sure you did. I Your outfits were all approved by me, so there's that. Yes. Well, that's true. I forgot. I did send you all the you pictures did. prior. Yes. Well, this is a... Optics is a reason that I get up and take a shower and blow dry my hair and put on makeup every morning, even though I work from home. That is optics. I mean, that's why. Yes, that is op- optics. And we have different levels of that. Like, there's... I mean, I think there's different levels of professionalism you know there are people who dress to the nines like amanda and there are people like me who don't but i still look put together Mm -hmm. you do look put together and again i i'm in a doctoral program and it is we meet virtually for for class we meet on zoom and it is amazing to me that people engage in behaviors 
on camera at home that they would most certainly not engage in in the classroom. For example, like, drinking alcohol in class. In class? Yes. Like a wine, like a big old glass of red like wine. Consciously, like, oh, wow, you can see the glass and everything. Uh, you can see the big old glass. Oof. And I, and uh, there's not a small, like, I'm not talking about like one or two people. I'm talking about a fair number of people. I just feel like, would you, this is the litmus test. Would you go into your on-campus classroom, get a bottle of wine out of your backpack and pour a big old glass before you were going to engage in class? I would never do that. I've never seen anybody do that. I just don't think well, people would is, do that. This- this is a perfect example of what this does because the one per somebody had to do it first, right? So they set the tone, which kind of told other people that that was correct, acceptable, right? Implicitly, right? yes. So, like, I think about things like we had to when I was in at Inca, we had to really be conscious about at the beginning when we were we were first starting up and things were crazy. I would send emails. All the oh, time in the middle of the yeah. night on the weekends no. because things were just yeah. so crazy busy and but what that did is it made other people feel like they also had to be working on the weekend or at night and that wasn't my intention sure. I didn't think about that but um, it, that set the tone optics optics. optics. optics yes it does set the tone and I have seen people I have had bosses who have have engaged in that email at all hours behavior, but then said, I don't expect you all to be working. Well, you can say that, but it doesn't really matter what you say when your actions communicate something different. Mm -hmm. I have to say. Yeah. And it's hard. You know, I think we can coach our kids on this too. You know, I tell my daughter all the time, listen, I don't care if you don't love chemistry. That's fine with me if you don't love chemistry. But when you're in that class, you better be acting like you love chemistry or at least like it because that right there is half the battle. If you tell your, if you let your teacher know you're interested, that will get you, that will get you all kinds of goodness. I think, I think that is related to every time I'm on an interview painter panel and I've interviewed many people over the years, as have you. And I say, do you have any questions for us? And the answer is nope. Yeah, how can you not have any questions? And even if you don't, you need to find a question. I need you to find a question. Yeah. You know why? Optics. But what what are the optics around that? I'm engaged. I care. I've done curious. research, so I have an informed opinion. I'm I'm curious. I want to know more about your organization and how things work. Yeah, I would say that most of the time, maybe a hundred percent of the time. When I've been part of an interview and someone has said, I don't have any questions. They've not gotten asked back. Yeah. Optics. Optics, people. Well, it's just really important, I think. And, it, you know, we've talked a lot about perception, and I think that's a little bit different. We talk a lot about positive versus negative. But really, it's just about being conscious of your place Mm -hmm. in the room and how it impacts the people around you. Yeah. And this relates to power dynamics too, because if you are hierarchically the most senior person in the room or one of the most senior people in the room, you need to understand that you have a responsibility to represent that power in a way that is communicating to people that you are engaged, that you are listening, that you're present 
And I have been in many rooms. I have been in the district office and had a superintendent spend the whole time on their phone. Were they, while everybody else was engaged in a discussion. Now, were they doing important emails? I don't know. Were they texting their child? It doesn't matter. The point is, everybody else was engaging in the activity and they were choosing not to engage in the activity which says this is well, not important. Your time is not important. And what I've asked you to come do at this meeting is not important. It's, it's not important to them. Exactly. My dad was general counsel at American United Life Insurance Company for a very long time. He, I, I recently, a couple of years ago, I talked to a guy who now has my dad's mm-hmm. job. And we were just talking about my dad as a boss. And we were talking about leadership issues because I really wanted to, you know, pick his brain about how to be better at my own job. And he said, you know, one of the things we were talking about closing your office Mm. door. That's what we were talking about. And he said, you know, when I was a young lawyer and your dad would go into his office with one of his coworkers and close the door, he said, I automatically thought they were talking about Mm. me. Oh, that's so interesting. He said, and the truth of the matter is they were probably talking about the Cincinnati Reds or something Mm -hmm. like that. They were probably talking about some television show or something that was going on with their families. But my thought was they're talking about me and that has really helped shape how I, how I behave in terms of like closing my Mm -hmm. door or being Mm -hmm. available or the perception of, am I right there with you present engaged in a meeting that has, I mean, Because I do think if you don't tell the story, people are going to make it up. Well, sure, they are going to make it up and they're going to fill in the blanks with with how they want to fill in the blanks. And yes, oftentimes it's so far from the truth that it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But you know what? We all do it. We all do it. Optics. Optics, Optics, Amanda. Optics. So what else is happening in in your world this week? What is happening in my world this week? Uh, We started talking about Mother's Day. How will you celebrate Mother's Day? I will celebrate with a delicious meal from um, my favorite steak and seafood restaurant that will be brought in. And I will cook the steaks because I am the master griller in our home. (laughs) Gender gender, uh, pre- conceptions be damned um yes so yeah so i will grill the steaks and we will have my mother over and we will just have a we'll just chill and celebrate drink some wine off camera off off camera optics i have no i have nothing planned for mother's day at all nothing zero in fact I haven't even bought my own mother a gift, which I kind of, you know, that's the trouble. Mom's yeah, birthday I was thinking so about that when you said that. Dude, that is super She fast. sort of gets ripped off for Mother's Day. So I really don't know what I, I'll have to come up with. You better get working kind of, on it. I know. Like, how do you get your mom some, the woman that has everything, how do you, how do you, I just, it's, it's hard. My it's mother hard. asked me for a gift card and I was like, boom, done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, love I wish that my mom would ask me for that. I think we'll just do like a drive-by maybe. Maybe that's what we'll do. Well, what can you get her? No. I think we need to think of something that you can get her. Well, we got her flowers for flowers to put okay. in her yard. We, we got her flowers for her birthday. And I do not think that 
I could get my mother too many flowers. She loves flowers. So I think maybe that's what we'll do. That's what we typically do. You know, I'm all about giving a good gift. I know. I know you're much better. That is untrue. I I love giving a good gift, but I just, I struggle, struggle sometimes, especially with people who are like my mother who don't, who profess not to want anything or need Mm. anything. Um, And, and really, you know, probably my mother would probably rather give me something for her birthday. Yeah. But I think we, I don't know this to be true about your mother, but I think that when we get a gift where someone like gets us, that is very exciting. I know. And that, that statement right there puts pressure. You better go get to work. I better get to work. Okay. Let's go. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye.